When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Mama don't allow no swear words around here. Mama don't allow no swear words around here. We don't care what mama don't allow and more chains dead anyhow, so we're going to use our swear words right now. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter 15 of Cold Fire. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And have a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> As of this recording, Mother's Day is Sunday. This will happen, you, you will hear this a couple weeks after. Ben's business meeting is cut short when the traders that he is trading with meet him at the pass. He returns to Kugisko a day or two after he left to find a note from Paluta Salt. Going home, Ben hears an intruder in his house, though he cannot see them. When he discovers his mementos have been moved and he has a second note from Haluda, he figures out that the magistrate's mage is onto him and he decides to burn his life down, starting with his mother. Having gone to visit Morachain, Nia tells Daja she thinks the Ladradin house is on fire. Daja goes to investigate, and Nia, despite her fear of fire, follows in the hope to rescue Morachain. They find the woman dead. Daja pushes the fire into the Sith, and she and Nia escape, only for Nia to realize Jory is in danger because the hospital in Blackfly Bog is on fire. Daja escapes to the hospital at top speed. She gets there. It is, in fact, on fire. Ben has showed up to help rescue people and get them out of the hospital. The hero has disappeared into the fire and probably died. Jory is the nursery has collapsed and he was there and died. Jory is helping hold the fire back. Elenica Potcracker is somewhere deeper in the hospital, also trying to hold the fire back. Daja has a good feeling about what's going on. 
part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. What did you it guys like? Mom to shut up. That was great. cool. Was okay, I feel like at the same time though. I feel like this is the part where I say part one is reading like a novice. This is where Molly debates Ben all over again. You guys in general, I think have heard it from some of, if not all of you, talked about, you know, maybe Ben should just kill his mom. Every time I heard that, I typed to Indy in the secret chat, be careful what you wish for. Yep. Here's the thing that really gets me about this scene above everything. Pierce does not pull her punches. We know this. We saw the horror of the Jocerous house fire. They're like throwing kids out the window because they're trying to get them out and they don't have another way to get them out. We saw the DNRs take down a nursery. Huh. We saw Lady Zanadia senselessly slaughter a whole bunch of people. We do not see this. Pierce does not give us any detail. When Daja and Nia find Morachain's body, all we get is like the scene before them is horrible and they both throw up. Nia passes Which out means and that Daja throws up and she refuses to go back in that room. So it's horrible what he did to her. Whatever he did to her is worse than all of that other shit that we have read about. The line for it is more chain was on the bed, but she should uh, she would not be leaving with them. She would beat no more servants, torment no more sons. And then immediately after Nia fainted, Daja barely caught her in time. Like you get nothing other than she ain't gonna be doing that no more. She's dead in probably the most horrific manner that anybody has died in this series so far. I think it'd be close. It'd be close with the Denihers being burst into chunks. Or uh, Briar putting a tree through somebody. Yeah, that's the thing. We see the aftermath of the Denihers being pulled apart into drippy, meaty rain. (laughs) And then we see a man be horribly and viscerally disemboweled and exhumed from life Uh by a tree. Uh These are violently vicious and they they are not pretty scenes. In the last chapter, Daja the door handle went through a dude's chest. And we don't get no details about more not tell us anything. (laughs) It's pretty horrific. That's horrifying. I think in a previous episode, I said something about having very little sympathy for Morachain. This is the moment where that reverses. This is the moment where, like, this is the moment where I lose sympathy for Ben and I actually feel sympathy for him. She was a terrible person, don't get me wrong. But however she died was really terrible. I thought it was, I thought it was very clever writing, just letting your imagination go wild compared yeah. to everything else we've seen, you know, just, it's bad. It's so bad I didn't write it. So your brain is just going to have to fill in those gaps with the worst thing it can imagine. Have fun. This chapter as a whole is amazing because is the moment where everything comes back. Daja has been learning to ice skate this whole time. And now suddenly those skills are being put to use because she skates to Blackfly Bog because it is the fastest way to get to Bonsko. Twice there has been comments about Nia being afraid and especially a fire. She goes to face the fire. She literally faces her fear because she wants to save Mora Chain if possible. We have the twin thing 
there's like a couple mentions early on of like Nia and Jory have their little twin connection. That's how they figure out that there's a fire going down at the hospital. All of this comes to a head and it is great. All of these little details that have been peppered throughout the book have suddenly become vital to the story. They get at it. But the counterfeiters weren't connected with the illusionists. At the Not point. yet. We got one chapter. <laughs> we got one chapter. <laughs> it's gonna just like a footnote in the end of chapter 16. Oh, P.S. <laughs> the illusionists um, were, were, were involved with the counterfeiting. <laughs> Colin Matazi continuing to be awesome. She notes here that their younger children are playing with the with the children who are like the refugee children from the previous fire. And I was just like, good for you. Because that's another thing that a lot of rich people won't do. Like there are other rich people, <clears throat> more chain, who would be like, oh no, you're too good for that. Yeah, she's like, yeah, go, go play with the kids. And then they send the kids to like ring the bells for the fire. And then afterward, she takes all of the kids to the kitchen and she's like, we're gonna go raid the kitchen and have a snack because you did such a good job ringing the bells for the fire brigade. Like, she's just great. I love this woman so much. I love how everything continues to filter through Daja's traitor culture. So we have, he must return to settle his debts. And in the previous chapter, we had something about sooner or later, the accounting demanded this metal bar would come due and she would have to pay for it, but she did not have to do that today. I like that it just keeps coming back. They frightened her. He liked that about Ben's souvenirs. Yeah. And then only a fool isn't afraid inside a burning house. Spitting truth. Very good. I am a huge fan of bones. And I just really think it's cool that she goes into detail about the, like the little bit of detail about wiring and how delicate it is in order to actually pin bones together in a particular manner and how delicate that is just it is it is very cool it's very delicate though <laughs> you will crush them the confrontation between ben and Morchain is just there there is something about how it's played like how it's written out you're just like this is not gonna end in any good way for anybody so like when daja sends the fire through the lake since the guys are up and it's just the what did you hit um lake. you got a powerful lake out there yeah <laughs> a powerful sea or whatever i like her response to that yeah i also really just love the uh references back to ben owing a debt but particularly the uh she had to help ben pay up oh just haha funny she didn't notice when two fast skaters uh, tumbled and went spinning across the canal on their backs, startled by the sight of a big, thickly robed southerner with a globe of fire in her hand. I just love that visual image. I also like that, you know, we've seen Daja as a novice skater, and so, you know, she's continuing to fall. And uh, this is that moment where it's the reverse. And despite the fact that she's the novice, she's doing pretty good with the skating, and it's the like expert skaters. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna bring up the other one where she like runs into the dock pier. <laughs> the ice page yeah. just starts so mostly doing good. <laughs> I have one that didn't get stolen. It's when she's about to fall and uh, some pe- other skaters just catch her before she falls and then 
picks her back up and sets her down gently, and they just keep going. I thought it was really cool. Very nice. Right in the beginning, I like uh, how Ladradun's writers, they were looking forward to not having Mora Chain yell at them for another day. Well, they won't have to worry about it at all ever again anymore. <laughs> ever they again. Don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> Yeah. Or the beatings. The or beatings the will not continue. I guess they're going to feel a little bit guilty, like, oh, we wish that we didn't have to deal with her, and now we don't have to. Yes, Good one. Huh. You're correct. The beatings will not continue, and the morale will improve. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good. I think that if I was, like, somebody who was working for Mora Chan, I think I would, like, lament that she was dead just because bad when somebody dies, especially because she died in this really terrible way. But at the same time, I would be like, eh, you know, maybe I can have a better job now. Someone that won't beat you, hopefully. Or hopefully they can find a job at all. I'm sure the economy is doing fine. I hope I so. <laughs> I actually have no idea. I feel like surely somebody out there is going to be like uh, wanting to like, I bet that there's somebody who's going to be like, yes, I will hire those poor people who had to go through all of that shit with the fucking Ladrovin. Maybe it'll be Oakborn. I'm sure that there's not very many people that work for her anyway, because she liked to keep as much money as possible. So she, they probably don't have very many people working for them to begin with anyway. Probably the minimum possible, yeah. Yeah. Minimum possible and work them as hard as possible. Mm-hmm. I liked how Matazi, she did it in a ruthless manner, giving uh, Daja and Nia Jory's lung clearing potion, because it's just so fucking terrible that uh, it's, it's, it's fucking ruthless when you force someone to drink it. But it's either that or getting black lung, so. You know, I feel like Matazi would get on with Rosethorn. Yeah. In this particular situation, mother does know best. <laughs> I really like this quote uh, from Dasha. Ben owed Kugisko a debt of appalling size. She believed everyone paid what was owed, though some required help to balance the books. She's mad, I, and she's going to try to fix this. I she's just a, The fact that the, the talk about debts in this whole chapter, just like, it keeps coming. Like, and there's like two or three points in which it's brought up it's so good it's it's all dasha yeah. it's all traitor and and the thing i think is really neat about it is like in dasha's book we see what the culture is like and how important this is and whatnot and now that you're not immersed in the whole culture with a ton of people and you're learning how it works this is a singular devout <clears throat> child and for this, her faith is literally everything. And it's just like, oh my god, this fucking right. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I totally agree. She's, uh, Tamara Pierce is very consistent with her. Any change she gets to put in, like, a prior reference to the way they are, like, she'll do it. And it's it's fucking great. Just her, her ability to tie in everything within the series is just so good like so fucking good we already talked about but uh mora chain and the what happened it's i think it's good writing from tamra because like we said she doesn't shy away from showing stuff but this time she did and it's I, i feel like it's one of the few times she hasn't given like very explicit details on what happened i feel like in 
young adult novels, you kind of fall into that routine of a writer not giving details all the time. And it's just kind of like, oh, so something bad happened, but you don't know how bad. In this case, you don't know what happened, but you know it's bad, bad. Compared to everything else that's happened, it's really fucking bad. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message from the chapter. What theme or message did you find? what you wish for <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say you know what I should have written that that's not what I wrote but I should have mine was death of a hero he's setting everything up for his death he figures out that uh everybody's on to him and so he's like he was ready for whatever the gods threw at him his plans for this day were long prepared the time had come to burn away his old life and then he just so happens to die and he's gonna get rid of his old life part of me thinks that he is still alive but part of me wouldn't put it past Tamara Pierce to be like yeah you're not gonna get any fucking closure with this guy because 
That's what happens basically in the last book. I don't think he's dead, but there's a small part of me that's like, mm, I wouldn't put it past her to do that. Yeah, mine. Get hurt even more. Mine was very similar. It was like the noose tightens. Ben knows it, what's coming. And he's had a plan for it all along, even though he thought he was being clever and cunning. But and I guess he is because he's. I mean, he got rid of his mom. Yeah. He got rid of his house. He's he going to die a hero. Yeah. And he, he's, he, he went to the most, to the place he can cause the most amount of damage and still be mm-hmm. seen as someone rescuing people. Like it's, it's yeah. brilliant the in a sick, twisted. Heroic. Yeah. Yeah. So he can die a hero's death and then go on to set fires elsewhere. Yes. Unless he does. With his gloves. I don't think he did. But there's a small chance that he did. Because Emma Pierce <laughs> likes to fuck us up. And that would fuck you up. If he didn't die, what do you think is going to happen? Um, Dodge is going to be upset. And that's about it. But like, oh, you don't get to have closure sorry sucks to be no no if he didn't die like so if he died obviously he's dead and that's the end oh if he didn't die um what if he's not dead um, what do you think it's gonna be like a lion king showdown (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah there's just that spontaneous little hyenas everywhere yes Um, but they fight in the fire, and they're fighting in fire, so, you know. When he think. falls into the fire at the end, right? Yeah. yeah. So the hyenas, it's a fire, yeah. I think, if he's still alive, Dodge is going to try to bring him in for justice. Yeah. But that's not going to work out. No, she's going to end up having to kill him, because the whole Sandry letter, her wondering if she'd be able to do that kind of thing, it's going to be tied back into it. I wonder if I can do that. Yes, you're going to do it. This this makes me think of something that might be totally off the wall. But I'm thinking if he does die or if she does have to kill him in the fire, I wonder if she would even tell anyone. If it would be worth it to even like tell but everyone in town. He's dead. Yeah, but like to tell everyone about what happened, that he was the one setting these fires and he's the one responsible. Because it seems to me like it might be one of those situations where it's like, let him die a hero and kind of like have him as a martyr, even though Mm. it won't bring him to justice, but it could save other people from being hurt knowing what actually happened. Mm. It's kind of a not a good thing. Kind of a slippery slope, but I'm wondering if this might be one of those situations. I know this has happened in like other media, and I'm trying to think of something, but like shit, li- literally, I, the only one I can think of is like that mayor from Rick and Morty who tries to sexually assault Morty in a bathroom and like has child porn and stuff in his stash, but he's murdered by Morty. Mor- Morty Morty kills him in self defense, but when his people in like the town hall or whatever realize that he was a sick demented fucking molester essentially all the good stuff that he had done you know is is out there he, he did good for the community but he was like a sick pervert and he died that way they like decided not to tell anyone to like keep his legacy intact and to not hurt other people my theme was courage because this is where the whole thing with nia being afraid comes back people keep telling her you know you don't know until you're in that situation and she's terrified but she follows Daja 
in and she's like no it's a big house I know this house you don't somebody should go with you and then also Daja taking going because she knows that Ben is doing this and she has to stop him as well as Jory helping people there's a lot of very courageous people here pretty much everybody in the chapter that's not Ben or because she's dead dead. (laughs) she courageously died for herself I almost said our sins. Her sins. Is what I said. Her sins. (laughs) Courageously died for her sins. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic did you craft out of this chapter? Your body will be fine, but something burdens your spirit. Whatever haunts you, tell someone about it. That's a good one. We kind of mentioned it <clears throat> last in the last chapter, last episode. But you can lean on your friends, but also like you might need to also see a therapist. So better yourself by talking to people, man. It's hard to do shit alone. I wrote, be a good person, because if you're not. Not only will it come back to bite you, you will feed worse into the world than you. I think one of the biggest tragedies of all of this is like Mora Chain's cruel actions led to more cruelty. And like her death. Death. Yeah. So it came back to bite her and she fueled the fire <laughs> for uh, worse things to happen. You know, we talked in the last episode about just because you've been through abuse doesn't mean that you will become an abuser, but. Think about the things that you're doing because the bad things that you do may lead to even more bad things and maybe even worse than whatever it is you do. And then I wrote, unkindness is like a fire. A spark can start a blade. That was a really good one. Oh, man. Uh, Mine is to do good whenever you can. It was during the section where Dodge is skating uh, around the world of gig and she's about to trip and she's like falling over and two skaters just come out of nowhere see her struggling grab her take her to a soft or a clear section of ice and then just keep on moving like they don't yeah they don't wait to be thanked or they're heading towards the fire but they they just did good didn't make a big deal out of it and just like kept going it was a very kind of selfless thing to do it wasn't something huge or enormous but it's those little moments of doing good that can change people's day I feel like it's kind of the mirror reverse of what I said, because for them in helping Daja, they help Daja get to the fire faster. So in doing good, they're actually sowing further good into the world. Wow, big themes here. Hold on, hold on. You reap what you sow. You put bad, you get bad. You do good, you get good. Mine is... To help someone else, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Nia is terrified of the fire, yet she knows that Daja is going to need some help in the fire because she doesn't know the layout of the house. And she gathers up the courage to help Daja, even though she's terrified of fire. And uh, I want to be like that. Um, Even if it makes me uncomfortable, I want to set my me being uncomfortable aside and be like hey i see that you're struggling and you need help let me help you you dug deep for this one 
We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 16, the final chapter of Cold Fire. At the end of the hall, she found a large double door with heavy iron deadbolts to secure it. Above the bolts, she noticed a small window with a sliding shutter. Daja opened it and peered inside. Most of those she could see sat on cots, weeping. She prowled. A man with very short, dark hair, seeing her face, attacked the door, trying to grab her through the peephole. Get us out, he screamed, then coughed. Out, get us out. So the drug doesn't work for all of them, Daja thought grimly. She wrestled the bolts out of the locks, thinking bad thoughts about the workers who hadn't tried to move these people. Then she felt guilty. She had hesitated at the thought of dealing with crazy people in a firestorm herself. Grabbing both doors, she yanked them back. The man who had yelled at her tried to shove by. Tried to shove by. Daja grabbed his arm and hung on. If you're awake enough to know you're in trouble, you're awake enough to help me, she snapped. The questioners, the governor's questioners, they'll come for me, he insisted, fighting her grip. They don't dare let me go free with what I know. They'll pry my secrets from my mind and they'll kill me, Daja thought fast. Pretend you're a healer, she told him. They won't notice you. She took a green worker's robe hanging on the wall outside the ward and threw it at him. Then let him go and marched into the room. There were 30 beds. Most of the occupants were the sitting and weeping sort. Come on, Daja said, dragging the closest to her feet. Walk out of here, follow the others. The man stared at her, wide-eyed, wringing his hands. Go, Daja cried, shoving him at the door. Walk out of here. She did the same with the next patient and the next. The fourth was curled up on his bed. He did nothing when Daja shook him. He won't budge, said the man who feared the governor's questioners. He stood beside Daja, the worker's rope sagging on his bony frame. He's that way most of the time. They put a diaper on him and the others are still here. Daja looked back. The three patients she had ordered to leave stood, stood at the door, huddled together, bewildered. She looked at her companion. Lead them like horses, he suggested. Daja grabbed a sheet from an empty bed and cut it into strips with her belt knife. Why aren't you like them? She wanted to know. He shrugged. It doesn't work the same for everyone. I'm not mad enough, I think. That helps. Common sense from a madman, Daja thought desperately. This day just gets worse by the minute. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us. Molly. Brittany. Indy. And Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shin and Ann Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. <laughs> sorry. I'm glad I finished my chili before you said that. Right? <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.